Better and Worse with Jess and Rage. Set the scene, Rage. There's a sight to behold. There's a sight to behold. If you're on YouTube, you can fucking see it. But if maybe, you can't, maybe in six weeks when I finally upload it, it is decorated. This is. Wait. My birthday episode. The birthday episode because it's the dirty 30. The dirty 30. I'm fucking 30. Let's pop the bottle to that, Jess, Okay, real yeah. Quick. All right, here we go, guys. You know it's, it's the time for some asthma. Asthma. <laughs> I tried it again. I have to say that I tried it again. It's all over my TikTok. So I'm like, let me go in. This girl is doing a live with it. No. <laughs> I make it about 10 seconds in. And I don't know if it's a second-hand embarrassment. Is it the whispering, or was she like hitting things? All of it. Like All I will, I will say, part of the reason why I get acrylics and I like acrylics is for this. I agree that I, I like it in real life, but I'm not sure that I need it up on a microphone and like magnify, yeah, amplified into my ears. Mm-hmm. Like I like typing with nails. I like having nails for yeah. all of those reasons. The whole, the whole time I was around IKEA, I was just like. I do it on everything. I do it on my phone, but I'm not doing it for also them doing it for other people's listening pleasure. Something yeah. about that. Something sexual. Something, it is. Something it's, deviant about it. It's yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's real. I do get embarrassed. You've said it before, Jess. And I you'll know. say it again. I know. Okay, here it is, guys. The champagne. Let the 30th birthday episode commence. Commence. Woo! <laughs> She's bl- blue on blue on the bottle. Not quite cold yet. RSVP didn't have any bottles chilled. RSVP. I know. Way to go. All right. Oh, here. In the largest 30th, 30 birthday balloon. You have to. Are you even 30 if you don't have the number balloons? No. To prove it. Are you any age if you don't? No. Has it been even your birthday? Is it even your birthday if you don't have the number balloons or post a pic with it? It's a must. All right. It's a must have. Cheers to you, Jess. Thanks, Rach. Happy 30th. Almost. And it's her golden birthday. So. Right. I am 30 on okay. August 30th. So we are a little week early. We are a little week. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it makes early. more sense because we're celebrating this weekend. Right. So. Well, let's talk about our last weekend. Jess had the treat of a lifetime to be photographing a wedding that Joshua Gibson Pridemore was the groomsman in. And I'll tell you what, groomsman of the fucking year he was. At one point I asked him to move the ceremony chairs and he said, what? Fuck you. (laughs) And I was like, he's like, God, just kidding. We'll do it. I mean, it really was 90 (laughs) degrees and I did ask for a big task. What did you mean? Move the ceremony chairs? yeah, so after the ceremony, it, it was the only pocket of shade that I had to work with. Oh. And it was slowly creeping. And for me, I prefer to shoot in the shade rather than direct sun. Yeah. If I have to, I will. But the, I had, an, I had a, an opportunity, so I just took it. And I was like, hey, we just need some of these chairs, like first three rows back so I can shoot like full bridal party photos. And I was like, hey, Josh, can you, can you and the boys... I think he's is something one really time for the one time. It was Josh. so funny though, because I was like, Yeah, you're right. Fuck me, right? Why would I ask that? And it was just funny. He's like, Yeah, yeah, we got you. And everyone started helping out, which was nice. But he truly was groomsman of the year. And I do have a funny story to tell. Okay. That that Rachel already knows, but I have to oh, tell it on the pod. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we're <clears throat> we're gonna try that. Um 
the bridal party is being announced into the reception, right? Everyone's planning their dance. Big moment here. And um, Joshua Pridemore. He's a hype man. <laughs> he And this proves that he's, in a, he's a hype man because he is standing in the doorway ready to be announced. And he pu- he does this motion where his hand goes up, like, get the crowd yeah. going. Like he's a professional basketball player. Yes, like on your feet type <laughs> type movement. I was dead. Like that part, I think I was laughing harder than what actually happened because I was like, <laughs> this is really funny. And like, what a way to get a crowd going. Like, let's go. Like he was really got everyone amped up for, for his intro. And so following, he does the classic... Hut hut hike where the girl throws her bouquet and the guy catches it. Yeah. And uh, who do you think gave him that move? Who? You? Me, of did course. You? He, was, he was asking, he's like, what's a good one? What's well, one that, you know, he was prepped. They're classics. They're truly classics and timeless, if you ask me. So they go for it and he fumbles the bouquet. Oh, uh, mo- uh, we hate to see it. Hate to see it. But I was <laughs> dying. Because he was just, he, the fact that he had to pick it up off the ground was just like, he was, I'm fucking done. He was pissed. Yeah. And then he goes to the girl. He's like, why would you do that? He starts yelling at her. I'm like, oh my, keep it going. Next one up. Thank you next, Josh. Thank you next, Josh. It was hilarious though. What a good time it was. He was like, he's like, I'll never live it down. Oh no. He was like, that'll be the death of me, dude. Oh, in the Hickle family will make sure he never lives it down. Mm-hmm. It's one it will be brought up at every Super Bowl party. Every like it will good be good thing I captured it on camera. Yeah. I wish and I really would have recorded it. Immediate red face picking up that bouquet when he gets back. Oh, he was he was pissed. Oh my god. Not just because he was embarrassed. embarrassed. I think it was because he was like infuriated. And you know what? I ended up telling Joe this story when I got home because I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And he goes, Yeah, he... He, I'm like, why doesn't he know better? It's the girl who catches it. You, the guy goes and throws it. Yeah, that's true. And he's like, that's a classic mistake. Classic Josh. mistake. You're trusting a girl to throw. Just or just <laughs> or the pressure for you to catch it. Like yeah. for you to throw is just like solid. Right. You know you can do that. Whether it's a shitty toss, but like if she misses, that's on her. Oh my god. Just a little tip of the I dick want, for you. If you're dick. planning to do this, the girl throws the bouquet. Yes. I mean, sorry. The man. The man. The fe- Yeah, because he's also the one that can go in between his legs traditionally. The right. The girl like, traditionally. has the right. situation. Right. I don't even think she did go th- went through the legs. That's why it makes sense. So tip of the dick. Yeah. Have the male. Throw the bouquet. Woman. Catch it. Yeah. But to further jo- the, sh- the shenanigans of Josh. So I had a wedding that day up in Cleveland. So I couldn't come pick Josh up because the wedding ended at like 10 and I got done at 10 at my wedding. So he said he was just good, getting started. Good old, good old chair. Good oh, old chair goes and picks him up. God bless her. She had her friend drive her car so she could drive Josh's car back. Cher had this oh. all worked out, all worked out in her head. And I get home literally right as they're getting home. I approach the co- Josh's car in which he's in the passenger seat of. I'm met with the very intense aroma of whiskey through oh. his pores. It's just sweating. He's sweating it out. I was like, babe. <laughs> the next morning when we got in his car and it still smelled like that, I was like, this this is on another level, but he's still happy. And like, that's one nice thing about like, you know, at least he's a happy drunk. He's a happy go lucky guy. Mm-hmm. 
I like head downstairs, just finished a wedding. I'm like washing my face or like brushing my teeth or something. And Josh is coming down the stairs and I hear, <laughs> dum, dum, dum. so, <laughs> so loud. Oh, but you know I, it first, when you hear it, it's the worst. But at first I didn't want to believe it. So I was like, maybe he's jumping down the stairs, like being a, being being a, a funny drunk guy. But there was a lot of silence left after that. And I was like, babe, and like come out. And he's like, or no, I still like finishing up what I'm doing in the bathroom. And all I hear him, he like whispers for my mom. And I'm like, he does not want to be caught on the ground by by, you. By me. No. (laughs) (laughs) But so when I get up, he's, he's, he's in our room and he's like, I fell. I fell. And he's laughing. He's laughing so hard in my arms. And my mom immediately, Josh is laying down in bed. And she's like, honey, honey, here are some ice packs. Honey, you fell. You fell real bad, honey. And she's like putting ice packs on his back. Oh, my gosh. And let me just say, it took like two and a half days for the bruise to show up. Because it was that deep. Like deep in the tissue. Is it bad? Oh, it's disgusting. It's horrible. Oh my god. It's it was it was not good. I mean, but, that's that's straight onto the yeah. to the tailbone ass area. Oh, it, Tell it, me was, a it worse was all the feeling. left side. It was just like he fell on Oh, off. he tried to he yeah. tried to overcorrect. Tell me a worse feeling than falling down the stairs. Tell mm-hmm. me that death doesn't flash before your eyes. <laughs> I mean, how how many times have you done this? My sister, Britt, when she used to live in the house that Joe and I live in now with me would fall down the steps religiously bad bad Why? and she used to send videos of her at the bottom laughing <laughs> like for some reason falling down the stairs is the funniest fucking thing to us and she would do it a lot like our steps are like just like like narrow and steep. yes okay so it'd just be like a situation like a skidding across these were wood wood steps Ooh, yeah no no carpet no, Wood, no padding. No padding. No, he fell hard. He fell hard. Oh my god! The next day we went to a Browns game. It was way too hot. Oh yeah, way too sweltering hot. hot. I said next time I go to one of these sixty degrees or less place, or just afternoon, maybe a seven o'clock game. Oh my god, it was sweltering. Yeah, it's been a miserable summer, but I mean in general, yeah, for sure. But, you know, Josh and I had some late night drunk talks. Oh. I always like to get a little information from the kid when he's vulnerable. You know? Don't we all take advantage of the drunk nights with our partners? Yeah. I mean. Tell me about your childhood trauma. Tell me about your hopes for the future. (laughs) That is your definition of, like, getting more info. You're like, I'm trying to pull your your trauma Mostly because I think he soberly has, has really... Back, blocked, it. blocked it so i'm like i'm trying to get the ends how you know funny is that i'm like tell me how much you love me <laughs> we're just like good combos that drunk. you just like don't want to have i was stone cold sober you were yeah of course oh yeah i was sober i was coming from a wedding oh was, you know like i was just like i thought you meant like after the he browns. was really trying to like talking about after the browns oh game. no 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 got it no even then i had one 11 beer and that's enough for the experience. Yeah. It got immediately warm. Oof. Not great. But also, like, I'm just shocked that you've gone to, two, well, it's preseason, but you've gone to two preseason games. Yeah. For pre-season. someone who doesn't call themselves a big Browns fan. 
I'm not. Well, I know Josh is, and that's important. I think I honestly, though, I think I would be more of a fan if I went to games. That's more fun. What a great experience. It's more fun than like sitting at home watching something. Um, Because like I was a big football girl. Like like my high school sweetheart was a D1 recruit. Like I knew football really well and like went to all the games. Like I obviously knew what was happening. Like I wasn't in the student section. I was like watching the games. Yeah. Cute. So I I understand the game of football. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I find it to be unnecessary information. I need to fill more stuff where those gaps are. But yeah. Cute. Cute. So happy, happy time. Happy birthday, Jess. Thanks. We're, we have a very exciting episode. Yeah, we're going 30 for 30. 30 cues for 30 years. 30 questions. 30 years of life. And we're going we're gonna to really hit hone the gas. In, hone in. We're going to hit the gas on these. Um, some are serious, some are not. But we'll get into them. Should be fun. All things me. Will okay. I ask about you in intermittently? Probably yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll start off with a fun one. Okay. okay. First kiss. And first kiss, I, want, I also want the backstory. Got it. Um, first kiss, I was... Oh, 10 10 ish okay fifth and, grade yeah so i was at um at my house but we we i used to play with the neighborhood kids you guys all know this game right neighborhood kids my next door neighbor's name was adam adam klein shout out was there an adam klein in every high school like ever <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like he was I a few years older so he's like 12 he's macking on a 10 year old yeah maybe like 13 yeah He's maybe I'm like a ten year old. Maybe I'm eleven. No, we weren't mac and macking. But here's what happened. So it's kind of cute, and we were just neighborhood kids, and we are playing in the backyard at my neighbor's house. And he's like, "If I hit it past this tree, you have to kiss me." A classic I- game of showing his masculinity mm. and really just nailing that baseball yeah. poof, out of the park, way past the tree. And I was like, "Really well, doing it for you, Jess?" Hey, I was like, "Woo." You can really you can hit a ball. You can hit hit me. Hit a ball. Oh my gosh. So. Punch me right in the face, babe. <laughs> really rooting it, rooting it in childhood. So <laughs> So yeah, it was it was then just a little smooch rooney Nothing crazy, but it was kind of cute. I kind of like that for my first. Was it kiss. a one and done? A one and done. We always like shared this like mutual flirtatious um, relationship. We actually had a little love and basketball um, relationship for a while, too. What? He would come over every single day after school when we played basketball until it was time to to eat dinner. Like, it was like a thing. And Whoa. you only kissed the one time? Yeah. One time I really for the one time like, with I Adam really, Klein. I was boy crazy. So it wasn't, it just, I just liked it. And it was like too young for relationships. Like, I wasn't even thinking yeah. like that or like n- knew how to even manage one at the time. So it was just like playing outside and like doing things together mm-hmm. was like made me happy mm-hmm. so adam klein nice. you were great shout out he's still my next door neighbor at my dad's house he's still i don't know if he oh lives there but he's there often okay i always give him a all right while you're back there yeah. back in back in those days i want to know what was your go-to recess activity in elementary school oh elementary Elementary. So, you know, like, were you a hopscotcher? Were you a jump rope? Yeah, yeah. Were you so a I was, I was not big. 
on the playground. Okay. Like that was always just swarmed by sweaty athletic kids. Okay. Am I right? It was always taken over by like mean boys. And I was like, I could literally care. Couldn't care less that you guys are over there. So I like hung on that blacktop. Okay. I was always just like, it's a time to talk. Like recess okay. was, I was not the sweaty athletic girl running around. I was more just like talking to my friends. You were the Little, gabber. Oh, gab, gabbing away. Okay. Uh, yeah, because if they were like playing like tag or like capture the flag, I was like, don't really care. Like it's really hot mm -hmm. out here. So I'd rather not. Yeah. A swing every now and then. But then I realized I had motion sickness. So that made me sick. It was more of a blacktop girl. Can we talk about one of the most problematic names in all of recess sport histories? What? Smear the queer. <laughs> what is that? I've never heard that once in my life. What? What is that? It was like um, pretty like a dodgeball adjacent, but you would have to. I'm pretty sure like you're up against a wall. And like basically you just get like pegged by balls if you were like the last person to touch the wall, something like that. What? You were the queer. I've never heard that in my life. Like, I'm sorry, why were there adults being like, come back in for playing smear the queer, children? The 90s were wild. That's all I got to say. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, my God. I, I should Google what it is. But Smear the queer? Yeah, we can play it at your birthday this weekend. Sounds great. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you take your coffee? Okay, I was really going to plug a really stupid joke. Um, okay. it, was it back to smear the queer? Or? No, oh. not even close. Um, I take my coffee. <laughs> you just edit that out. Okay. I take my coffee. Depends. Depends on where I get it from. At home, coming from the pot, black, nothing. Okay. And that is respectable. I, <laughs> I am a coffee brag. snob, if you don't know. Okay. Um, if the listeners don't know, I do love and respect coffee. Um, if I'm going to Starbucks, I love a good cold brew situation with a little bit of almond milk. Um, if I'm going anywhere else with like a good coffee shop, just re their regular drip with some oat milk. Mm. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. Will I be dabbling in with the pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks? Absolutely. Will I be drinking pumpkin spice lattes when the weather gets colder? Yes. So I do dabble with the sugary things, but not often. Yeah, not I just, on your, I just your day like to the day. taste of coffee. You're a cream girl, right? Oh yeah, I'm a creamer through and through. Yeah, coffee made like the more sugar, the better. International delight. No, but I just a taste tad. So touch. like I've I've drank coffee black. I like trained my palate to like it and understand it and know the roasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then I was looking back and I looked back on my life and I said, it's too short. It's too short not to use coffee creamer. It's not worth whatever calories I'm not – like whatever that weird stuff was. No. Life is better that. with coffee creamer, and you can't convince me otherwise. I respect that. I do feel like some of that is rooted in some people for, like, calorie counting or, yeah. like – Which not why gonna... I didn't, which is why. Like, right, I, right. I'm like, the 60, respect... the 60 calories of creamer is really making it ring in your day. It changes. It'll fluctuate yeah. for me. But, like – like, it's nice that I can drink coffee black if I have to. Yeah. Like, at a wedding, I'm not really, like, mixing things, you know? I'm just like, give me your, your shitty hot coffee at the end of the night when I'm already sweating. It's kind of good. Kind of good. Got to get that that judge in your... That's what a mill, good old Millie Light will do to me. No, I sleep. <laughs> sleep. Yeah. Well, 
Immediately. Immediately. Um, okay, let's see. A bucket list vacation for you. <sighs> bucket list. I mean, anywhere in Europe would be nice. Would I love to go back to Italy? Yes. Okay, but you've you've already hit that on your bucket list. I guess, I guess. But I was young. I was oh. 16 when I went. And okay. I was really going through a really bad breakup. So... <sighs> I know my dad was like really upset that he's like, God, I'm so sorry. Like you're going through this. He's like, I, it just sucks. Like this is a once a lifetime thing. And he just yeah. kept trying to like keep me present. And it was like, I'm a 16 year old girl. Going heartbroken. Through, getting my heart broken. But I enjoyed it. It was, it was cool. But it's like 16 th- not old enough to appreciate it. I mean, I went to the Sistine Chapel. I went to like the coolest yeah. things in Italy. Like, and I remember them. Yes. But like now would mm. I appreciate them more? Yes. Um, but I will say, I guess like bucket list is like anywhere, right? I feel like that's just so yeah. broad. I don't have like specific places like traveling in general more would be great. Mm-hmm. But I would say our next trip is that Joe and I want to go to that's not our honeymoon is like Washington or oh. like, yeah, or Oregon. I really want to go to Orca Island, which is yeah. off of Washington state. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, because my love of killer whales mm-hmm. and you can kayak with killer whales there. I mean, it's not guaranteed that you'd see one, but they tell you like salmon season when the salmon is is hefty in the in the ocean that um, where your likelihood of seeing them is higher, and that's when we would go. We've gotten into whales before, and we should go again. It's I understand that they're so mammoth that they're so scary. I've had I posted something on my Instagram that I was like my dream come true, and it was like yeah. a video of someone kayaking and a killer whale just like. Whoosh, yeah, when Orca Jess, just we literally have had this conversation. I know, but everyone, I know, but everyone was saying that's my biggest nightmare. That's yeah. my biggest. So many people. I was like, you guys, it's majestical. It is, and I will pass. Your loss. <laughs> I will pass. It just it like immediately makes me uncomfortable, and it makes me sad. I think sad. Where does sadness come from? I don't it's such know. a beautiful creature. I don't know. Like they will not harm you. Right, probably. They definitely won't. There's no, there is not zero. one. Not one. Not one case. But they're just, they have that emotional part of their brain. I know. And we've kept them in cages. It's just too sad. Okay. So when you see one in the wild, appreciate that they haven't been captured. I know, but it scares me. <laughs> you are crazy. Like my ears, I my know. ears hurt. I don't know why. What? What is it? I think that's what's cool. Not- like that whales do that to us. They make us feel that way. Okay. It's love. It's obsession. My sister sent me an orca shirt from H&M. For your birthday? As a surprise. Oh. I was just having like a shit week. And she's she just sent it to me. And I like <laughs> open it. And I'm like, who got me this? Because it doesn't have like any note. It's just right. like from H&M to my house. And it had orcas on it. I was like, dude. Brit it had to be Brit. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. This is a that's a great segue, Jess. Yeah. To the next question, which is, what is your comfort clothing item? Whether that's like a clothing item that's followed you around for years, yeah, or just like your go tos, like for comfort. Yeah. So, right now, it's been biker shorts with big tees. Mm. That is like now is I feel like, but I'll tell you my number one comfort clothing, and you guys. Anyone who knows me will be like, yep, that's it. And it's the fucking jean jacket that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I wear this oversized jean jacket all the time. No matter how fucking hot, how cold. It's my staple. A jean yeah. jacket in general is a, is a just staple. Yes. 
it's comfy, it's cute, it's stylish, and it's trendy. Yeah. And so, it never goes out of style. Someone asked us the other day about like the clothing we wear and like what we like. And one of our, we were together when like they messaged us. So like we were kind of talking in their response. And I said, I was like, it's just so important to have like your staple items. Yeah. Like, five like go-tos like my docs like my oversized jean jacket like things that you're just like immediately when you put them on you're like i've got it i just you just feel good in it you just feel like it completes your outfit right like and my gold hoops hoops are a big one too stay ball dude yeah that is a good question okay we'll do let's next one next one okay your go-to alcoholic beverage order like what's your go-to tequila soda water with a splash of lime and i'm gonna put everyone on to that and i'm sure not many people know because we love tequila everyone loves margaritas but we're not gonna drink really sugary margaritas all night or we're not gonna pay for them all night but what we will do is we will get tequila soda water if they have fresh lime juice yes if they don't just get like two limes and squeeze them in there yeah because if you ask for lime juice, sometimes they'll give you that roses, mm. um, sugary. It's basically mm. like grenadine, but lime. Yeah. And it's not good. You won't like that. Okay. But it's good. I feel like it's like a skinny a skinny margarita, if mm-hmm. you will. It just like cuts out all that sugar. And, and if you like the taste of tequila, this is perfect for you. Good to know. The Jess. Even, yeah, even a splash of pineapple will do you in in that. Oof. People don't know about that. I still, I can't drink liquor. What? Since your wedding, I just can't. What were you drinking? Whiskey? Mm-hmm. Jack Daniels? Like an idiot? Yep. That will ruin people's view of liquor in general. And I've just had those nights. If I'm if I'm drinking liquor like that, I'm gonna get sick. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need. There's, I mean, you were playing there's Petra, no need. but I'll tell you that Joe, when we went to Nashville, was drinking da- Jack Daniels. And you've heard this story. I don't know. You would have yelled at the Uber driver. No, I could not get him. Okay, we stopped at this place to eat. We're like, let's eat and then go home. He ended up on his knees, like on all fours for about an hour. Couldn't get him up. Couldn't get him up. In the restaurant? Outside of it, in the grassy knoll next to it. And all these people were just walking in right past him. And he's just trying to puke, trying to puke, couldn't do it. Sticking his hands down his throat. He could not. This is on the trip you got engaged at? No, we went to Asheville. This is Nashville. Nashville, okay. Yeah, we just took a nice little Tennessee trip. As a couple. And he, <laughs> I've never actually, I've never seen him like this. So I'm like, come on. Like, he's usually like a fun drunk. No right. issues. Doesn't get sick. And if he does, he like pukes. He's a puking rallier. And he, for some reason, just couldn't. He's like, I can't stand up. I can't stand up. I'm like, you need to get up. Like, I started getting irritated. I'm like, okay, I'm ordering the Uber. And he'd be like, cancel it, cancel. I probably canceled like four Ubers. And I was like, okay, we literally need to go. Because like, we've been here for like over an hour. Because you're going to end up like sleeping here and then I won't be able to get you up. We need to go. And so we get, finally this Uber comes and Joe's like, can you, can you move faster? Can you drive? He starts, yeah. He starts talking to this lady. I said, I'm like, you shut up. I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Like he is so intoxicated. I was like, I just apologize for everything they say. And he was so sick in the car. He kept doing this. He's like, huh? He was like, <laughs> wine crying like it was like oh my god oh my god i'm like oh my i'm embarrassed i'm so embarrassed for your behavior you were you were in no oh no and then when he got out of the uber he like fell on all fours into something we were at 
like in a residential area where Airbnb was just like all these like nice houses with cute families in East Nashville. So it's like nicer. So he gets down on all fours in this really nice yard. I'm like, get the fuck up. I'm like, I'm done with you. Fell asleep, passed out on the couch with his shoes on. Did I he didn't remember any him. of it? No, not even close. That's too much. <laughs> I was like, you, don't you oh. wish you were, had it on record? Yes, I do. Because I would show you guys that I'm not exaggerating what that sounded like. <laughs> right, you want to do a, do a top me up? Yep. More champagne. Champagne. Okay. Well, now that we just talked about Joe, this we're just segueing in perfectly. We are doing this perfectly, like we rehearsed it or something. Where was your first date with Joe? My first date with Joe was at a place called Valerio's in Little Italy. We ate dinner there. I was hammered. Um, I think I told this story on the pod. Absolutely obliterated. But was this on accident? Like, was it just like, ooh, I it was. I did a. I drink, shouldn't have taken that last. I drank before every date, regardless yeah. of who it was. Help me. Um, so, and my friend Meg was there at, at the house. Okay. And she like waved goodbye through the window. Oh my sent God. Sent me on my way. But, um, and then we ended up at um, Tavern of Little Italy, which is just like a little bar, mm-hmm. like right down the street. We ended up like that was the best part of the date is just like drinking and hanging out because like Valerius is really nice mm-hmm. and like although that is really nice and like you're cute. trying to be serious over your tortellini yeah like, yeah. <laughs> like 100% and like we ordered wine there and Joe like barely ate his dinner because he said he doesn't know how to well later I come to find out he doesn't know how to like twirl pasta <laughs> on his fork and his hands were so shaky he's like I just like couldn't eat I just really couldn't eat. <laughs> Which is super cute. <laughs> but I feel like conversation was good while being drunk, I guess. And then we went to the bar after. And I feel like that's where it was like real conversation. I feel like that's where I'm mm-hmm. most comfortable. Just like with a beer, music going, sitting at a bar. I feel like that was where conversation was most, where the connection really happened. Because yeah. I, I truly believe like if we just went to dinner and went home, I would have been like, yeah, I'd probably see him again. But it wasn't like that intense feeling after like yeah going to that second place and really just a secondary connecting. location important because it makes it feel it like leads more of to a experience. secondary location yeah it could be a real thing i just think it was like more like lax than a really nice italian dinner right okay if you could wake up tomorrow and have any skill perfected what would it be <sighs> any skill i mean is it lame to say like photography would that yes, be? Yes, you already have that. You can have any skill perfected. Any <sighs> skill, which includes like speaking a foreign language, math, probably. <sighs> I always like don't think of what I don't have. Ooh, I can't harp on that. So healthy, Jess. It is though, isn't so, it? But it I don't is. like. I'm all, because I feel like it's true to me that if I want to do it, I will. Okay. Um, but I guess we'll go with. This is athletic skill. This is. <sighs> I mean, singing would be cool. Ooh, that's a good one. I think that would be pretty dope. And Jess, you know what that segues perfectly into? Yes. No, what, I don't. Your karaoke song. <gasps> what? What song what would that be? I was thinking about this because we are having, 
We are having karaoke at my birthday on Saturday. Yeah. I got to prepare. <laughs> yeah. So come, come prepared. Okay. Come ready. I'll do my vocal exercises in the car. <sighs> and I will say I don't do a lot of karaoke. Okay. I've only have like maybe two experiences that I remember. And I sang the duet Pitcher with Sheryl and Kid Rock. And that's not my go-to. What I'm is saying, that song? I put your picture away. Oh, my God. Sat down and cried today. So that is not my go-to, though. Okay. It just happened. But I don't have much karaoke experience. Just, this doesn't have to be from experience. This is just like... I was thinking, but I really was thinking about this. And okay. I was like, what I, I put on Ariana Grande? Would I just rap some Drake? Get it, get it, get it, get it, hit it, hit it. But like, just like Magic is one of my... F- it's a good song I oh, like. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but, so, but this is the the song that gets the crowd to go wild. Yeah, the, it, I just I don't know Dra- some Drake. Would I be rapping up there? <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. It is because like I am thirty year old. Yes, we'll see what happens. I guess like to be determined. Yeah, TBD, and then get it. We'll just record it and post it for people who actually want to know the answer okay. to this question. Okay. We'll see what happens on the karaoke machine on Saturday. Okay. This question was thought up by our friend JP. Oh. Your go-to ice cream move. <sighs> okay. Oreo Blizzard. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. That is top notch. And don't add no shitty fucking chocolate ice cream to that. Just as is. But you want to know what is a good add-in. Talk to me. Sprinkles. No, thank you. For a little fun. That is a little fun, but it's a little... I don't care for the... Sugar is... I mean, so it's sugar. Sprinkles are not like sweet, sweet, though. No, I know, but like I don't really care for the texture. I need the ridges of the Oreo on top of my mouth and it might stuck in my teeth. They still get stuck in your teeth, but with colorful, wonderful sprinkles. <laughs> Michelle loves sprinkles. I am obsessed with sprinkles. I feel like if Michelle could have sprinkles, everything... Or like a bath full of sprinkles. Yes. She would do that. That's so. They're so good. Yeah. She smell. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Funny. Okay. Favorite holiday. Halloween. I knew the answer to this, but. Hallowfuckingween. That's why Joe and I do an annual Halloween party every year. Yep. We we get real hype on it. We get real excited for it. We throw bangers. Do you prep your, your costumes like in advance? Yes. 100%. We've been thinking about it all year. What something you, you have any any thoughts? No, we haven't got no prospects. Dang. We haven't got no prospects. We ain't got no prospects. We have got no year. prospects. Not yet, at least. Or are we keeping it a secret? <laughs> don't oh. know. No, I really don't. We have nothing. But we do try to like pick a theme for the how to decorate the house. Okay. Last or we didn't get to do last year because of COVID. Right. But um, was it themed like the movie? The hum- yeah. Joe's outfit was cute. Just a little raincoat. It was cute. He was Georgie. We love it. We love it for you. Yeah. The first thing you'd buy if you won the lottery. A house. Easy. Okay. Easy money there. That would be. Joe and I were just talking about house house hunting. Yeah. Or just like what layout we'd be going for. Okay, yeah. Talking talking that or like when it would be happening, when we'd start looking. And mm-hmm. that was cool. We kind of life planned yeah. yesterday a little bit. I love dinner. that. It was fun. I feel like it's good to get a timeline, especially with like talking mm-hmm. about kids and when would that be? And like 
Mm. Unfortunately, for someone who hates planning, I do have to plan for that um, because of my job. And obviously the hate, the hatred of the heat. I cannot be nine to eight months pregnant in the the thick of summer. Couldn't be me. No, no, no. Like literally it's like well known in the photographer community that literally like December to March are like the prime time. Oh, yeah. Like you're going to have your baby in January or February. Yeah. That's prime time. Yeah. Yeah, I've PT. known I've known photographers to plan it that way too. Yeah. Okay. What does your road trip snack lineup look like? Cheez Its. First off, Cheez Its. 100 okay. percent Cheez Its. Um, extra toasty, always. Anything else? That is, is a, trash. that is the tip of the dick for you. That hey, if you guys haven't yet or have been too scared to try, Cheez Its extra extra toasty is fire flame. Yeah. Um, I always go Cheez Its. Twizzlers, yes, they have some. I like a little snack like that. I ain't in it for the Twizzlers. Also, underrated. Never do I ever eat these besides on road trips. But Fritos Twists, honey barbecue. Why? Why are those so fucking good? I don't know. But never at home. No, there's there's some in my car from when Nads and I went to IKEA. Why? Why? They're such trash snacks. I've never, I never eat them. No, I'm not in the car. That is so weird. Have I eaten them outside of the car? Very weird that we have that in common. They have the taste though, so that's a bummer. It's a bummer. They're they're a poopa trainer. They're a poopa trainer. Damn it! And I still be poopa training out here. It's rude. (sighs) Straight up done with it. I'm sorry. We out here. Okay. If you could live anywhere, where would you live? Like outside of Ohio, if you had to pick. I mean, Oregon. Okay. Just because fair I've, enough. I've, fair enough. Um, Do you know what I learned because about? Because I've been there and I loved it. Do you know what I've learned about though? Yes. What? I literally um, sent this TikTok to my friend, Caitlin, because I was like, is this true? But there's some event that's supposed to like that Oregon and the Pacific Northwest is 300 years overdue for, which is like a like total natural disaster earthquake that will literally like level the whole thing and in schools they now teach teach students how you're supposed to survive this thing if it happens like what yes i'm like i messaged it Caitlin, can I was just like, happen real or not real it just happened at it a drop of a dime it could happen at any time kate i will read the text that caitlin sent me and i was like this is not good enough for me she was like let's see this what let's see this. she said I sent her this TikTok. I said, is this real? She said, yeah. But luckily, there's only a 10% chance of it hitting within the next 50 years. 10, 10% chance that it could happen in 50 years? Does How the percentage, odds? Does the percentage go up after 50 years? Yes, I'm assuming so. Well, now's the time, guys. The liberals aren't safe there. <sighs> and that is a big concern for us as a country. That's scary. Liberals, get come to the Midwest. You won't like it at first, but it grows on you. Well, you're very close to corn here. We got a lot of it. Good yeah. corn, too. I want to double check Big what thing. she calls it. You like corn on the cob? Oh, I love corn on the cob. Me, too. The big one. They call it the big one. The big one. The big one. Coming at you. Literally, this girl goes on about how in her high school, like social studies class or whatever, they were, they had this. You had to make a plan for the big one. Sorry, Oregon. Oh, shit. That to me. Now's your chance to move there because now's a ten percent chance in the next fifty years. 
But Caitlin yes. also said Central Oregon should be pretty safe. Should be pretty safe. What does I that mean? I think we'll be all right. Okay. Hey, I mean, my sister's living with like terrible air pollution. Just like because of smoke. Yeah. Literally just says yeah. smoke at, on her like weather app yeah. on Apple. Smoke. Yeah. Fucked up. No, natural, natural disasters. The world is burning. Truly. 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 Okay. This is a good one for you. If you can only listen to three artists, their whole discography for the rest of your life, Fuck. who would you choose? Okay. I'm going off the top of the dome because if I think about this too long, yeah, yeah, I'll be here all fucking day. Unimportant in the grand scheme of things. It truly is. But for yeah. me, it seems like detrimental. Yeah. This question is like, it's going to happen okay. to me. No thinking. Drake, Dermot Kennedy, and Banks. Okay. All very good. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be happy with that. I feel like 100%. I feel strongly about that. Yeah. And that's without much thought. Love that. Perfect. This is seems random. How many pillows do you sleep with at night? One. You... Okay. And where is... I've become a flat... A flat earther. I'm, I'm a flat earther. I'm a flat earther. <laughs> a flat pillow or a flat backer. Well, I still sleep with my baby blanket bunched up underneath to create a little more... A little more um, a elevation. Baby blankie. That thing, tried and true. All reliable he is. I like I'll, that he's gendered. Yeah. He's Your green. Your blanket is gendered. 100%. He's green. He's the best. I. One time Joe bought me a baby blankie to match it. So the new gen age of this blanket is out. And it's and it's just a little different, you know. It has like so it has the silk on the outside. Was this just a Target find? I don't know or? where he got it, but he like bought like the new age of the baby blanket okay. for like what they're giving at hospitals now. Oh, it's your hospital it's my, blanket. Mm-hmm. True, tried and true. And Wild. so I that that occasionally will do the job, but not as much as as the original. Shout out to my people who still sleep with baby blankets. I'm sorry. Is the it comfort like is unmatched. And- it ain't great. It ain't great shape. But it's not in the worst shape. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't expect anyone to get it or like it, but let me just do my thing. It's I'm just gonna stick it in my pillowcase at a sleepover and pull it out if I feel comfortable. And if I don't, it's gonna stay in there. <laughs> if I feel like you'll accept moves for me. Used to you. Oh, 100%. If you'll accept me for me and I can make a joke out of it, I'm 100% going to do that. But if I feel like you, you are, you, you give mean girl, that? mean girl or mean boy energy, no, no, that's staying, that's staying in and I'm going to be uncomfortable. All did night. you bring it to the workshop that you came to in Oregon? <sighs> I did not. Well, that's because I was on a flight. You oh, know okay. what I mean? Because you don't really bring like, you don't want to, you don't want to cross too many state lines with your baby blanket. Too many things can go wrong. It's true. Liability. I never had like that I remember my mom probably would say but my go-to like self-comfort my self-soothing I used to suck these two fingers and rub my belly button at the same time who was I why did that make me uncomfortable I I was fine with the sucking of the fingers but the belly button these two fingers yeah that was the thing what's that about I've seen that anywhere I'd go grocery store church up the skirt into my belly button I want I I won't forget when I was getting into well, kindergarten. My mom's like, pick one. You can't be doing both. The belly but smart of my mom to be like, you don't have to quit both, but you gotta quit. You gotta start facing. I out think of one it's of these the things. belly button that's making me uncomfortable. That's I don't know weird. why. That is not a. I j- actually don't want anything in or around my belly button. 
I don't want to touch it. I don't want to look at it. it. Makes me uncomfortable. You ever like, you ever like dig in there? It feels I mean, weird. Every single day, 24 seven for me. That is like one weird, to four. That is a weird sensation to crave for you. Well, you don't want to go like straight back. It's just, it, I think it was just the, give it a go. Let me know how, that let me know how like it goes self-pleasuring. I, I guess. I mean, it's self-soothing. I don't really think I, I don't know what pleasure I got out of it, but well, I sucked finger my in my holes till I was 12. That's big facts. And they had to cement a, a tongue thruster on top of my mouth to get me to stop. Nothing worked. The nail polish, the, the, the lotion, put anything on my thumb. I would just suck it right off. It didn't matter. It's 12 years old. I did not grow out of it for a long time. Then We've they had to put had that some... thing on top of my mouth. And then my tongue actually got got caught in it. Oh, my God. They do this to kids? Yeah. It's like a weird mechanical, weird, cemented, cemented to the roof of my mouth. That's why I think I talk weird. Anyways, do you talk weird? I think I do. Oh, Jess. People give me compliments all the time on your voice. No, but I was eating Gushers. It got stuck. And I was like, like that. Like, start. And I just yanked it. Oh, my God. My tongue just started bleeding. And now I have a tongue. I have a um, a hole in my tongue. You want to see? It never grew back. It didn't regenerate? Do you see it? Does it go straight through? No. Oh. Just the top of the tongue is missing. A tip of the tongue. A tip of the dick oh. is missing. I think that's, that is kind of a torture device that they put on you. Truly. I feel like instead of like getting to the root of why you needed to be soothed at all times, they were like, let's just put a cheese grater on there. It was a cheese grater. Yeah. We have psychologists now for this (sighs) shit. Okay. Yikes. If you could live in one in in any era, what would it be? Hmm. 60s or 70s? Yeah. I think so, too. I think that'd be fun. But also it's like... No rules, drugs, rock and roll. Yeah. But also women didn't have rights. But you gotta gotta, gotta think past it. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go off topic real quick about women's women's rights mm-hmm. i am watching the handmaid's tale for the first time and my world is absolutely rocked don't get attached okay i am a, i am completely attached and i am How, irate where are you, where are you season at three she is with lawrence commander lawrence and he literally just took her to the to the place where all these people were about to go to the colonies and he's like pick five five get to live five have placements you get to pick I think I stopped after season two. Oh. Because I, um, this is a bunch of spoilers, but like, sure. Did she, cause she, did she have the baby? Mm-hmm. And Rory from Gilmore Girls took mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I stopped watching after that season. You can ask Madison. We were together because she had already seen it and I was like catching up and she was like, oh, I'll watch it with you. That was the turning point. I was like, well, one, I just felt, and I'll say this to anyone, it's not real life. Her staying back for her daughter, that's not real. Like, if you were in this situation, if you were being literally sexually abused and in a society where that is normalized, you would take your first out with with your baby because, like, as soon as you could. And so it just was, I was just like, they're just extending the storyline. Yeah. When I felt like it would be just as interesting if she was in Canada. Yeah. And it, like, I was like, 
That was I, my, I'm not watching this anymore. I agree with you, Rach. That was a turning point for me that I was like, I'm not sure I want to watch anymore yeah. because I was so mad. Yeah, I was because mad. She busted her ass. She had her out and you don't take her out. Then I feel less sympathy for the shit that you're going through. Exactly. Anyways, it just is a really crazy take on on all of that mm-hmm. and i just was going i just every time i watch it i'm like god this is so fucked up yeah oh it's fucked up and what's really fucked up is like for me like even though this is a dramatized version it's like from being in conservative church culture i was like i know these guys i know the women that uphold these rules and i know the men that that would make them like it it was really that's like, wild like i know you guys you exist and, and it's you can kick rocks and you can kick rocks you can kick rocks okay. okay um what is one thing that can instantly make your day better <laughs> um a good laugh okay like an absolute crack up sesh love that or a gift I she's love- a gift girl i love gifts you i do. love giving and receiving gifts like, I don't know. Why is that? My dad's a big gift giver, too. So I feel like that's how I was showing love. Oh, oh we could get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll save it. Yeah, we'll but save I, it. But I do feel like that. For our could... childhood trauma episode. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> nails it right Stay on Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your biggest insecurity? Um... I kind of have this on one of my other questions too, but it's probably like comparing my life to others. Mm. Um, also, like I really go through phases, like may- many most most of us do, mm-hmm. um, of just like negative self talk about my appearance. Mm-hmm. And I guess on the bright side, it's never about like the person I am. Right. It's l- like I am confident with who I am as a person and who I am to the people who surround me, but it's like how I look and my appearance Mm. and in comparison with other people sucks, but it's something we're working on and it's not every day. It doesn't consume me. Like I would say you've gotten a lot better. Yeah. Even in like the three years that I've known you. Yeah. It's progress. It's, it's a journey. 2021 year of Of growth. growth. I'm so glad we got on the Handmaid's Tale. Ugh. I could go on. I also have like, we'll get to it later. I just, I, I was so mad at the writing in that show. That was that was what it was to me. I was like, this the, is lazy writing to me. Like, oh my god, you it's not like real. Show. Yeah. Watching TV with you guys was is no. Like, I get I, the best show ever. We've talked about this before. Was Ted Lasso? Yeah, to me, it's smart writing. Did you watch? Season it's two? not like. Where we still need to watch it. Mom wanted to like rewatch season one, but it's like our schedules aren't aligning here. Sure. Um, okay. So these were we're turning we're turning a point. These are questions. They're a little bit deeper. Just prepared for them a little bit. A little um, bit, yeah. Well, some are deeper, but also some of them are just ones Jess wanted to answer. Okay. Current three favorite songs, Jess. Okay. Um I thought about this because I was just like go to my most played on Spotify and it was like a a no brainer. Okay. okay, so first one is Brain by Banks, 
which is an older song okay. by Banks. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a huge Banks fan. Um, Goddess got me through some real, real dark times, some shitty times. So that is like if you want to get your confidence back after not feeling so hot, listen to that album. I promise it will help boost your mood. Purple Hat by Sophie Tucker. A banger. This actually played at one of my couple's weddings, and I texted her and was like, what was the name of the song? And I was trying to remember lyrics. I've never heard this song. Cool. But it's like, if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, I know this. Joe's yeah. like, I know the song. It's like not new, but it's a fucking banger. And then 95 South by J. Cole. A fucking, also, Fire Flames. J. Cole rules. I love J. Cole. Okay. Everyone loves J. Cole. Something that you hope to achieve in the next five years. Okay. I just said a few things. Um, first and foremost, run a successful business. Just have to get it out of the way. Okay. Yeah. That has to be self-sustaining. I think self-sustaining. means which means successful to us, right? Yeah, I guess you don't you worry could, about the inquiries coming in. You don't worry about right. It's just it's it's flowing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, this is gonna surprise some people. Something I want to achieve in the next five years. I want to become a cycle instructor. Really? Yes, and not because I'm a crazy fitness person <laughs> because I'm not. But I have a love for cycling and I have a love for music and combining movement with music and not through yoga, but through cycling, I think would be really dope. Have you tried Zumba? <laughs> I, have, I have not. <laughs> Something about being on a stationary bike makes me feel a lot more comfortable than free flowing my body in some crazy We moves. should Zumba because I kind of miss it. I was thinking of going back dabble. to my Zumba I would. Place. I'm sure I would love it. I, it's fun. But I do, I do think this is something I could, I could do. I could choreograph some, but I feel like my playlisting would just be like unmatched yeah. for like movement on bikes and like really getting people hyped. And also like I like to encourage others. Yeah. So like being an instructor and like being in that position, I think could be pretty empowering. So all right, Jess. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, here for you. Um, something to to achieve in the next five years also is become a mom. Okay. That's a five year plan for Joe and I. So. That's exciting. Within the next five years. My first like announcement of like it could be this happening. Is, <laughs> could be happening. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, what would you tell your childhood or teenage like self? Okay. Um I could go way deeper into this, but I it just wrote down a few things. Um discover what you believe in. Mm. And that like don't let other people's views of that like cloud that like really just try to be you i know like people don't really figure this out until they're in their 20s but right. teenage years are, like this foundation they are i mean you're moldable 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 and, and there's arguably more doors open for you than yeah than ever mm-hmm. yeah um this is this was big for me stop wishing time away so things that you want to happen will hurry up mm. i actually have a journal entry i remember writing um actually drunk at a party and you were journaling drunk at a party yeah I was, one of those. I was such a weirdo like i was like try to be real artsy but i just <laughs> i i had a lot of feelings as a teenager like a lot of shit felt very heavy yeah when i was a teenager I can as, relate as most that. can relate yeah so that was a nice outlet for me um through college and high school but i wrote like i just wish this part of my life would hurry up like yeah. I wish that I was with 
Jimmy and was married. And like, this is was set in stone how my life yeah. would be. And I was in high school, so I hadn't even gone through college yet. But I was like, I just want, I'm 21, I'll be married. I think I wrote that. I was like, yeah. But I did a lot of that. And I feel like I was, that was like robbed because I was just thinking of the next thing. And yeah. I'm just like, obviously, no teenager knows how to live presently because they don't know that's the best time of their lives. But yeah. it was. I mean, I had a blast. Okay. Your level of happiness is not dependent on popularity or beauty. Mm. This is for any teenager out there. Um, I, don't, I don't know any teenager that actually will know this or could know this. Like, I just don't. It's just that's part of being a teenager. Yeah. But obviously, if I could go back, I would tell me that. Mm. Um, and last but not least, do what you want. I spent a lot of my years doing what other people wanted me to do. Yeah. Including relationships that I was in and that I was robbed of for sure. Yeah. Just being who other people wanted me to be, um, not hanging out with friends because mm. that was hurtful to somebody else. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. That was. I feel like on that note, it's like when you hold someone else in your life to such like a high elevation, right? Mm-hmm. When you are not meeting their expectations, you feel like it's a you problem. Right. You feel like something's wrong with me. I should want this for my life or I should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's so overwhelming when like it's like you feel like you're falling short, but you're only falling short for someone else's expectations of you. Right. Which is like. And that's, that's another thing to let go of. Like even now, I feel like it's a lesson like let go of other people's expectations or these made up expectations yeah. that you have. Right. Okay. Five things that make you happy. Coffee in the morning. Clear skin. <laughs> you can't relate. I know. <laughs> Date nights with Joe. A great conversation. And feeling helpful or needed. Love to be helpful. Love to be helpful and needed. Would you change anything about yourself? I guess this goes with my biggest insecurity, but I wrote something yeah. different, which I think is interesting. Okay. Um, it's the com- constant need to please people. And or negative self-views mm-hmm. about how I look. Mm. But like the people pleasing is something I've re- obviously really been working on. Um, and that goes back to like me telling my teenage self mm-hmm. to stop doing that. And obviously it's carried into my adulthood. But um, I don't know. It's just those that can get so confused with being helpful and needed for me. Right. And um, that really those lines get blurred. And then yeah. in when I'm looking at it, when it has already happened, I'm like, oh, I was just doing that out of like pleasing that other person or just like meeting these yeah. expectations, which aren't even there. Like, you know what I mean? That yeah. I'm just like making up. So it's yeah. something I'm working on at 30 that I've been working on my whole life. Yeah. It just, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, to be aware of it, obviously, is the first step into to yeah. put myself first. People pleasers... I feel like one, it just seems exhausting. Not that like I'm, I'm not a people pleaser, but I'm not a textbook people pleaser. Like there are moments when it's like, I want to impress this person or like, mm-hmm. but I, I would not describe myself as a people pleaser. And it's funny because like, I would say like, you're a people pleaser. Madison's a people pleaser. Josh is a people pleaser. And it's always like, it's so frustrating to watch because mm-hmm. it's just like, Put your fucking self first here. Like, who taught you that being selfish was the worst thing you could be in your life? Like, mm-hmm. impress yourself, make yourself proud, 
and fuck everyone else. Like, yeah, it's just weird. I and as I get older, especially as I get older, I realize like I had a lot of like emotional issues growing up, but I was raised really well by my parents. And like Mm -hmm. they provided like a really secure like I have a very secure attachment style. People want us to talk about attachment styles. And as I learn more about them, I'm realizing that like because of the way like my mom raised me, I am like. I'm like good. Like I got I got healthy views of who people are and like my expectations for them. And it's just hard. It's hard to watch people like I don't know, try to please people that they don't even really like. That's weird to me. Yeah. It's like you don't even like them though. I know it's actually exhausting. Yeah. It's um, weird. Yeah, it's it's an interesting and I truly I just go back to it being like blurred lines for Mm -hmm. for being needed and helpful yeah and and not necessarily like i'm bowing down for these people it just looks different for me in different situations like mm, i don't know i'll have to think of an example okay but um what quality do you value most in a person Mm, honesty i think this is um it's a big one um if someone isn't transparent about feelings or intentions, I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my intuition is high with that because there are times in my life where I haven't been honest and I know what that looks like in other people. Like right. when I've lied about things, about how I feel, about who I am, who I'm trying to be, it's just really easy for me to recognize it in other people. And um, obviously I think it's important to stay true to yourself and that will allow you to attract the right people and the right you know, crowd in your life. Yeah. The people who surround you. So I also look for that in friends and relationships. Yeah. Um, Huge. I mean, you Mm. first off, like I just brutal honesty. Sorry. Um, Yeah. I just feel like I, I value that quality a lot in a lot of people. Well, good. Cause I, I can't turn it off. It's, it's a problem, but some people find it very endearing. So we're happy. Happy about that. At times. I'm At times. Kidding. At times. <laughs> At times it's like, shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm pretty self-aware about it, but it's like still, I'm like, by the the people that actually see me regularly, I'm like, you guys know the deal. So feel free to tell me to fuck wa- off. Walk out at any moment. <laughs> tell me to fuck off yeah. when I'm being too much. <laughs> Which I will appreciate because I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Just funny. Um, what do you appreciate most about life? I said humor. Um, mm. I'm not me without humor and laughter. I believe that laughter can not only bring you closer to people, but it cures all sadness. Mm. <laughs> I've actually um, seen some people go through some really dark times, uh, my sister mm. being one of them. And what me and my sister do best is laugh together. Mm. And I'm not saying like that cured anything that she was going itself. through. No, but I mean, it definitely yeah. was a nice aid for mm-hmm. a while. Um I just think it's one of the most intimate things you can do with someone. It's like literally crack up. Like, I don't know why, but like, I know people in my life that like, like that silent laughter, like when you're like rocking back and forth and all you do is just start hitting objects around you. Like there's people in my life I've done that with and I'm like, hold them so dear to my heart. I'm like, something about sharing that with you makes me love you even more. Right. I don't know. I just love that shit. Love that. What are you afraid of? Um, 
I didn't really go deep on this, but I'm just going to name off some things I am afraid of. Okay. <laughs> um, driving on mountains or cliffs. This is something I didn't know I was afraid of until I was doing it. And mm-hmm. I was absolutely having a panic attack um, when Britt and I went to yeah, yeah. Salt Lake City and we're driving up mountains to get to to get to places or went to a ski resort and all these things. And I'm like, I need to be driving. I am freaking yeah. the fuck out around these corners. I am like, holy shit. I don't get afraid of many things, but this is freaking me out. Utah's got some roads that it's like, how is this legal? Sketch. How is this legal? Yeah. How many people die on this road? A I year? just want to know. I'm like, there's yeah. no fucking yeah. guardrails. Give me the survival rate. I'm like, Britt, you need to be death gripping this wheel. She's like, Jess, I got it. I'm like, you're too fast. You're too fast. Ask her. She's like, Jess, next time you fucking drive. Um, deep water. Yeah. Um, my parents passing away. Mm. Losing my dogs. Huge, huge, huge for me. Like, like dying like, or? Like running away. Yeah. Like when the time comes. It comes and that will fucking suck. But like, that's not something I think about daily. Something that I think about daily is like my gate being open and my dogs running off and Ugh. getting run over by a car. Oh my God. Every day I think about that. Um, every day? Every day. Yeah. It's like one of those intrusive thoughts. I was like, Pum! oh yeah. Damn it. Get away. Yeah. Um, losing myself after I have kids. Uh is a fear of mine that I just, I know my life will change and we will pivot towards this parenthood lifestyle and yep. a family and family first. But there are so many things I love now that I hope I still love and enjoy when I am a parent. That fear like keeps me from wanting to be a parent. Like Josh and I have had this conversation. And I've talked about this on the podcast. Like I talk about my life like I will have kids. But like the reality is like I don't need them. Mm-hmm. And like I don't feel like I need to have kids to fulfill some, I don't know, weird thing. Kids are more, I think, important to Josh, but still him and I are both like, we like our fucking life. Yeah. It is. And like, it is hard to get into that, especially like I love my friends and I love their children, but it is like hard because it's like, I see them changing and in ways that they never wanted to, you know? And it's like, you just got to be self-aware about it, I think. Yeah. And I, I think. think in this, like, world that we live in, especially, like, if you have friends that str- have struggled getting pregnant, it's, like, it's almost not a safe space to be, like, I'm not enjoying this. You know? Like, yeah. a lot of my friends don't feel like they can really talk about it with their other friends that have kids or right. whatever. Because it's, like, this taboo subject of, like, you're dead. You're dead to well, yourself. <laughs> like, and we're not parents, so, like, just yeah. we don't know. So, but I... When I think about it, I don't know. I don't know that love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think something chemically really fucking switches for moms. Yeah. And it's that innate, yeah. you know, feeling to nurture, to love. And it's like, it's all encompassing. Yeah. Which I'm sure feels euphoric when yeah. you're going through it, you know? But mm-hmm. as you watch some friends do it, you're like, Oh, some things that were important to you aren't as important to you anymore. Yeah. But like, is that because your world just shifts into some things that are important to you now? Yeah. That you know what I'm saying? So it's just something like that that I think about when having kids and what that will feel and look like. But right. I think being aware of it. But also fucking hormones and chemical balances are crazy. 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 Yeah. I and mean, everybody's like, 
I described like Madison's bond with Eric is different than any bond I've seen. And it's because like, like we'll get into this with Madison, but like she's come out as like a late in life lesbian. And so like, she'd never, she truly had never felt love until Eric because like any of the guys she'd been dating, like she was, she could never be in love with. Like Mm. she's just not able. And so it's like having something for the first time that you love yeah. Was so different for her. And her postpartum anxiety created like a lot of attachment right, issues there right. that she'll talk about when she comes on the podcast to talk about her life, which is a crazy, insane shit show. It's the tea. It's the tea. We it truly will, is the tea of 2021. We will get to it. We'll get into fucking it. Fucking awesome. Um, it has a great end story. Yes. I know it sounds wild, but it's it's a beautiful ending. Yes. Okay. What do you want people to think of you as? <sighs> Someone who deeply cares for others and someone that they can rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's important to me. And someone who's always willing to make someone laugh. Okay. I think those are things people would think of you uh, automatically. I hope so. Yeah. Also, you know, I was thinking when I was writing these answers down, I was like, if I die, you guys have some great content. For right? A nice montage. I know video for me with all this insightful shit. You could put any all my shit like really deep thoughts are on audio to get to get to. So if anybody ever wonders, I wonder what Jess would say on this topic. (laughs) Well, here it fucking is. Right. Sorry if this is even more sad after I pass. (laughs) That's fucked up and morbid, (laughs) but we're here. Okay. What are you the most proud of? Um, We answered this, I feel like, on the last. We did. But and I said, time to think about yeah, it. and I, I feel like I said my business, which is, which is true. That's on there. Yeah. But I feel like it's never letting fear get in the way of passions and projects and mm. things in life. I, I really, I know a lot of people say like, I'm too scared. I, I don't want to make this jump. I don't, I'm not right. really like that. Yeah. And I, and I love that about me. Yeah. Like the f- the fear of doing things for X Y Z. I just say fuck X Y Z. It's a lesson. You'll figure it out. Yeah, life's too short. I also said planning my wedding. I know controversy there because I turned into a different human. But that was a really big project that yeah. if I think about, you executed it well. In a was it good for your mental health? No, no. But I mean, like, yeah, that was a. That was a big, uh, forced me to do things I hate doing, planning, details, all that stuff. And it went pretty well. So so we happy about it. Yeah, we good. Okay. What are some important life lessons you learned in your 20s? This I, is the last one. The 30th, 30th question for your 30th year. Lesson, huh? Yeah. I said, all right, so the 20s. I'm no longer smoking six. I am no longer wanting to pursue my psychology career. <laughs> I'm now a wedding photographer. I married the love of my life. I'm the happiest I've ever been. 30's going to fucking roll. But I have some things to take home from yes. my 20s. Ugh, I guess these are all f- kind of fucking repetitive in my, now that I'm reading it. But don't compare your life to others. It's not a competition. Um, Which I think is important because in your 20s, it's like some people are getting married. Some people are get, going to college. Some people didn't go to college right away and are going back. Some people are getting their doctorate. Your, some people have four kids. Your biggest decisions are made in your 20s. Yeah. Who you're with. 
who you're pursuing, what career are you pursuing? All of that is right. all is all happening. And you're like, well, my friend has a house and she's married now. My, you know what I mean? Right. You're just constantly comparing. Like, obviously, the comparison game is is um, the thief oh. of joy. Yeah, it's hardship for me. So it's not a fucking competition. Everything is fine. You are fine. You yeah. are doing your best. And that's all the world can ask. You, you are on your own timeline. You can do hard things. Uh, mental health is important. Mm. Mental health is fucking important. And therapy rules. That is something important lesson I learned in my 20s. Um, three, something I wish I did that I didn't is travel more. Okay. Yeah, I had a fair share of traveling. And every time I do, it's one of the coolest fucking feelings. Uh, but I don't do it enough. Yeah. And now that I'm going to start family planning in the next five years, mm-hmm. better get on it. Yes. See the things you want to see. Yeah. I mean, because literally when you have a kid, like the, your your chances of traveling will go down. So Yeah. The, the ch- not that it's impossible and not that you no. can't do it, but no, the but chances it's... go down. Okay. That is not. I don't think that's a disputable argument. Like you can bring a kid around with you, but you won't ideal. be uh, you won't be up until midnight in the middle of downtown Prague drinking, right, with a child. Facts. So, down is does Prague have a downtown? <laughs> if if it did, is, it sounds fucking. Is beautiful. Prague a country I, or a city? When do you, I know? I don't. absolutely not. Don't ask me no. about geography. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> But when you said it, I really envisioned something beautiful. So I'm just going with that. Candlelit dinner. Yes. Prague sounds fucking great. Let's what go. is Prague? I don't know. It's European. Yeah. I hear a lot Could about be. it in songs. Prague. Is it? Let us know. Send us a photo if you got one, if you ever if been. If you've been. If you've been. Well, there it is, ladies and gents. 30 for 30. 30 for 30. This is Jess's 30th birthday episode. 30 pieces of wisdom, knowledge, tidbits. Tip of the dick. We've had a few tip of the dicks this this app. Would it be a Jess episode if we didn't no. add a few in? No, it won't and it shan't. It won't and it shan't. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry if we bored you with more questions and answers, but... Jess, I think I can speak for our entire podcast listenership when we say we're obsessed with you. We're obsessed with you. You are a joy to this world. Should I get okay. emotional? Should I get sappy you about it? You shouldn't. You no. shouldn't and you wouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to do what you did. I do that all the time these days. But you're just, you're a wonder to behold, truly. Like, you make everybody's life better just by being in it. Thank you for hanging out with me sometimes. I appreciate you. I love you, Rich. I love you a lot. And I'm excited for your your 30th. Me too. I'm excited to celebrate you. You deserve the world. And I just can't wait for you to realize that and believe that and manifest it, baby. Thanks, Rach. I love you, man. Have a wonderful day. I will. We're going to take some photos. Yeah, we're going to take some cute photos of her. She brought a bunch of outfits. She went on a shopping spree. <laughs> That's what she be doing. You know about me. Another thing. You no, know I be shopping. No, I be <laughs> dropping cash. Okay, guys, thank you so much. We love you. Dropping As cash always. and dropping that ass. Always dropping that ass. <laughs> dropping that ass in the butt pads. In my butt pads that I'm wearing right now. We love you. Thank you so much. We out. <laughs>